Hello everyone, I am Johnson Obamainti. And I am Faye Obamainti. And we are the hosts of Oasis of Hope podcast. Yes, we yes. are. And praise the Lord. Yeah. How are you, sweetheart? We praise the Lord indeed. It yes. has been a very, very hectic couple of um, days or a minute here. Yes. However, for those... Uh, uh, podcast listeners that missed us this past few weeks you remember those that are in those that are subscribed to our weekly newsletters are in constant communication with us because we've not missed a single weekly newsletter yes so our mm. weekly newsletter is our prayer mm. um, newsletter where we share the week's prayer points with everyone yes. so um that basically has been going and um getting into the studio to record um how it's really the key thing um for a lot of our podcast audience and yes we miss you as well we got all your um feedback and the last one we did was episode 68 yes on the um occult kind of right yes. the occult yes, yeah of so and um so we are delighted to be with you on this episode 69 yes yes so on this particular episode we are going to be talking about the prodigals the parable of the lost son and remember this is a parable so because it's a parable we are talking about the parable of the lost son. And when the Bible says the lost son, it can be a lost daughter. It can be a lost friend. It can be a lost member of the family or church or any individual. So we are going to be addressing this question or answering these questions on the biblical principles as we always do. So we'll be looking at the scriptures on the Gospel of Luke, chapter 15, from verses 11 to 32. So we'll bring the point out of this passage. So, yes. in talking of the prodigal, so let's read the scripture. It says from 11, Luke 15, 11, reading onwards, Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the young son got together all he had, set up for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spear and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. 
So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Wow, but you don't see how uh, Jesus started the parable. You know, there was a man had two sons. So the younger one approached the father and wanted his own heritage, wanted his own what belongs to him as a legitimate son of the father. And the father did not argue with him. The father did not refuse his request. So the father granted his request, okay? And then the father granted his request, but he chose, he made a choice to squander that inheritance. He made the choice to squander the inheritance because he did not know the value of the inheritance. He did not know the value of every penny of every sweat that went into getting that inheritance. The father mm. did because the father knew the value. But I love the father did not argue. Mm. The father went ahead, blessed the son, and gave it to the son. And the son squandered it because the son did not know the value of it. It's like, you know, they say you know the value of a dollar. So the son did not know the value of it. You know, one thing that I like there is that the father did not just say, okay, my younger son asked me for his inheritance. And then this is your portion. But as a matter of fact, Jesus said that the father divided the inheritance between both of them. Yes, he did. So that means the one that stayed at home, the older brother, also received his own portion as well. He did, but the older brother did not ask for it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But by virtue of being a son as well, being uh, a member of the family, then the father divided the inheritance between two of them. So that younger son made a choice to leave the house with his own inheritance where he squandered that inheritance and became stranded without any money very true and you know um this is the heart of god mm -hmm. towards the lost okay god's heart towards the lost is so tender mm -hmm. because he knows that they don't know what he knows yes because if he if they do know what he knows he wouldn't have asked for it to begin with okay but he didn't so we see the heart of the father and we see the heart of our Heavenly Father even in that picture yes. right there. Yes. And it's a picture that lets us know that this is what the Bible says, that Jesus 
the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. Mm. That's the only reason why he came. That is very true. To seek and to save the lost. Yes. And only the one that is sick, seek physician. When, you know, if you're not sick, you have no reason to go to the hospital. But the one that is sick will seek after a physician, will go to a physician. And one thing that also that come to light in this uh, parable is that the you know the son did not immediately return to the father after he had exhausted all his funds so that probably explains why you know like uh, some people will say you know what my my child or my son or my daughter has been estranged for some time and i keep praying and praying but the scripture says continue to pray and believe and trust and have hope because, you know, it might not happen immediately. Because as we see in this parable, the son exhausted all his funds. He did not turn around immediately and say, oh, wow, I have no more money. Let me go back home. But there was many reasons, probably. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. this scripture tells us in mm -hmm. Jude 1, 22 to 23, could have been the state of mind mm -hmm. of um, that prodigal. He says, and have mercy on those who doubt. Mm -hmm. So there could have been an element of doubting. They could have doubted mm -hmm. so many things. Doubt God's love for them, doubt the identity, doubt so many things. Or maybe doubt whether he was going to be forgiven by his father. Exactly. Of maybe of what he did. So there could be so many things mm -hmm. that even when he ran out, that doubt was there mm -hmm. and he was still lingering and, you know, and lingering there. However, if he had known that the father had already forgiven him mm -hmm. a long time ago, and know that the father um, loves him with open heart, open arms, doors wide open, he wouldn't have even lingered. Immediately that, uh, you know, it was all mm. out of resources. You will find him running back and say, I'm going back because there will be no doubt in his heart. True. But again, it's probably feeling, you know, that guilt feeling, mm. right? But knowing that, okay, guess what? The father, my father loves me so much and I can go to him. There's nothing like knowing that because once you know that, you won't let anything hold okay. you back. So he spent all his inheritance on riotous living. Yes. Right? And then there was a famine in the land. Where he found himself. Where he found himself. So it wasn't a good circumstance. Exactly. And then he went low as low as he could be yeah that's when, always what happens mm -hmm. you know for prodigals they go mm -hmm. lower live below who they are mm -hmm. and i mean to the point that he was eating with the pigs yes yes so, yes he started sharing the food of the pig with the pigs that he was supposed to be feeding and in the mm -hmm. father's um ranch mm -hmm. um you know they have all those mm. and have servants that take care of all of those. Yes. But I like the fact that, you know, when he did finally come to his senses, the scripture declares that he came back to his senses and he said, wow, 
Then his mind went back to his father's home, to his father's place, and the type of servants and the lifestyle of the servant in his own father's household. He probably, that's mm -hmm. the Bible calls that repentance, mm -hmm. right? He came to himself. He came to his senses. Yes. He repented. And the Bible's let us he know that. He had a that. change of heart. Had a change of heart. The Bible lets us know that it's the goodness and the kindness mm -hmm. of God that leads us to repentance. Probably remembered how he was raised and probably remembered all what was available, you know, and said, wow, I'm doing this mm. and that. And my father, you know, loves me. And, you know, it's the same thing, you know, with God. Before we come to our senses, mm -hmm. we are out there in riotous living. And mm -hmm. we come to our senses through, again, the kindness and the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. And we yes. realize, wow, all along, all along, mm -hmm. God loves us. All yes. along, he already even paved the way for us. So, but only if we had known. So this kind of, uh, you know, explains the fact that this younger son continued to reminisce of the goodness of the father, yes. of the kindness of the father, of the compassion of the father that is even that, that extended to even the non-children. That's true. So does that even explain how some of us Gentiles, you know, some of us that used to be Muslims, no matter who we are, no matter how much sin we have committed, that this father is anxiously waiting, according to what he said in Revelation 3.20, that, lo, behold, I am at the door of your heart knocking, and if you will open, I will come in and sup with you. I will come in and mm. sup with you. I will mm. come in and mm. um and affiliate with you. Mm. I will come in and join myself with you. Yes. What a great promise that God gives us. Do you know that that promise mm. is what makes those that have a walk with God is mm. what makes each one of us um that know the blessedness the blessedness of salvation. Mm. There is a blessedness in it that we were all like this prodigal. That's right. We were all like this prodigal. And mm. out of the goodness of God, we all came to our senses. We all came to repentance. We all came to the cross. We all came to understand this is what Jesus Christ went through. This is what Jesus Christ did for us. And boy, wasted all that time. I am going to my father. And we find that he is exactly who he said he is. Yes. His arms are open. His heart are open. And when we take that step, yes. we are able to experience exactly the embrace of the father saying, I have been interceding for you. I have mm. been praying for you because we know that's what Jesus yeah. Christ is doing, right? He's seeking. He's seeking the lost. He's mm. interceding for the lost because he wants them to know that he loves them. Yes, I like that uh, verse 20. He says that, so he got up and went to his father. 
So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with what? Compassion. The father let him know. You see, when he decided to get up, the father said, I will meet you. You know, you don't even, I'm seeing that you're coming. I will meet you. Guess what? So that prodigal take an action. And, yeah. and the prodigal took an action mm -hmm. and found out that the father had already taken an action a long time ago. Exactly. Action of compassion, unconditional love, unconditional love yes. forgiveness, yeah. and found that, wow. I bet you at that point in time, the prodigal said, if I had just known all along, I would have gotten up earlier. Yes. I wouldn't have waited this long. Yes. I wouldn't have gone to the point of eating with the pig, eating pig food, you know, or living that lifestyle that completely demeaned myself. You know, I remember who I am. I remember the son of who I am. And then I'm going back home. And then the prodigal went back home. And can we say this message out to every prodigal that might be listening? Yes. Boy, if you only knew how much you are loved, loved by the God that created you in his own image, loved to the point that Jesus Christ has been praying for you and loved by those that love you, you will not wait one more second. And we speak the word of love to every prodigal out there. Know that in your father's house, in your father's house, there are many things in your father's house. Your heavenly father that loves you so much, he's calling you and he wants to come and sup with you. But you've got to get up and go to the father. Yes. Another lesson that uh, we, we can pick up from this uh, parable is that repentance and humility, you know, humility, they kind of go hand in hand. Because we saw this younger son, he humbled himself. So no wonder the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name, so his people, he want, God wants his people to humble themselves and he wants his people to repent and turn away from their wicked ways and then pray unto him. So basically this young son humbled himself and when he humbled himself, he said to him, you know, he said to, to himself, he said, you know, in my father's house, you know, even the servants that Gotta have something to eat. So he remembered how he was raised. He remembered all what probably he had taken for granted. Yes. He remembered all of that and said, you know, and I believe at that point also remembered the father's love and yes. said, I am going to yes. my father. And the extent of that humility was him telling his father that for what I've done, for the sin I've committed, for the disgrace I brought to the family, I'm no more worthy to be called your son. Or I'm no more worthy to be called your daughter. 
But we saw the father address it conversely. The father showed what every parent knows to be so, so true. Yes. Hey, if you only knew that, I already knew all along. Yes. I already forgave you all along. Yes. It is okay. This is what unconditional love is all about. Yes. So now let's celebrate. Let's celebrate that the prodigal that was lost has been found. Yes. That is the essence of this message of God's amazing love to us. And the prayer that we continue to pray, we pray the same prayer that Jesus is praying to seek and to save the lost. And there's no prodigal that can be so lost that they do not deserve the love of God or the love of those that love them. I like the way the scripture describes it. You know, the father then said, This my son was dead and now he's alive. He was lost and now is found. And then this calls for celebration. Amen. It does. It this calls for celebration. No wonder the Bible says that the angels in heaven uh, celebrate and rejoice over one sinner that comes to Jesus Christ. It is that same kind of celebration that we see that there is a jubilation that happens over that one, that one, that one. Is that, that one, one you? Yes. Listening today. Yes. Is that one you, brother, listening today? Is that one you, sister, listening today? Ask yourself that question. But the Bible is saying, come home. Yes. Come, just as you are. You don't have to try to be um, clean up. It says, just come. Just come as you are. If you only knew the Father's love for you, if you only knew how much you are loved, you will not waste one second feeling yes. sorry, feeling guilty, Oh, feeling ashamed, you will not waste one second. You will get up. You will run because you will understand then at that point in time how powerful love is, unconditional love is, unconditional embraces because indeed you are loved. Yes, and that is one of the reasons why we always say we love you. And always, we always ask you to connect. Because when you connect to the source of power, Jesus Christ is the source of power. Jesus Christ is the one that went to that cross as a substitutional lamb. Jesus Christ is the one that took all of our sins upon himself. He volunteered for it. He accepted it. Nobody forced him to it. Nobody forced it on him. But he accepted it because it was the command and to please his father, his uh, heavenly father. 
Yes. Now we're going to pray. We're going to pray. We join our hearts together with all these parents that have shared their hearts, even um, with us. And we join our hearts together and we pray for every prodigal, every son, every daughter out there. We pray they will come to know the loving kindness of God in a sweet way. The loving kindness of God that beckons them to come with hearts open to receive the love first of their heavenly father and the love of even the families that God has blessed them with. And we bless every prodigal and we say, prodigal, Jesus loves you. Jesus is praying for you. Jesus is seeking you and Jesus wants you. Oh Lord, may the embrace of your arms and your love, oh God, Father, reach every prodigal wherever they may be, oh God, whether in that wild, riotous living, whether in that um, far country, whether, oh God, in the um, piggy tree, oh God, we pray that your love will seek them out. And Father, as we close, we pray for every parent, every father, every mother out there, that you will not celebrate another Thanksgiving without your prodigal. You will not celebrate another another Christmas without your prodigals coming home. That you will not celebrate another New Year without your prodigal coming home. We come against every empty chairs that every empty chairs that needs to be filled with prodigals will be filled in the mighty name of Jesus. We seal it and we command according to the word of God that it is so in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 So let us know, um, parents out there, any support that you need. And we will be able to connect you to local resources within your communities. God has blessed us with a network of partnership, not just here in America, but globally, that we can connect you to a lot of these networks that we all work together to advance the kingdom of our God. So... Until next time, time, stay stay connected. connected. We We love love you. you.